Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. GOP conference members got a private, first-hand look at the plan inside Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy's Commitment to America agenda, a legislative roadmap similar to former Speaker Newt Gingrich's 1994 contract with America. On the border, the GOP plans to end catch and release, reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy, and finish the border wall. Democrats are already hitting back. So I'm not concerned uh, with anything that they're going to present over the next few days because the American people will see through it clearly. So that's an interesting thing that's happened in the last day or so. Uh, I set this up uh, a while ago, but in case you don't know, um, back in 94, the Republicans took control of the House. If you're if you're younger or just been paying attention to politics in recent years, you've seen the House go back and forth, right, between Republicans and Democrats. Well, Democrats controlled it for 40 straight years. 40 years! It was hard to imagine that Democrats wouldn't ever control the House of Representatives. Well, Newt Gingrich comes along in 1994, Bill Clinton's first term, and comes up with this contract for America. Here's the things that we're going to do for you if you elect Republicans and I'm the Speaker. And it really worked well as a a political, um, I don't know, ploy, that's not the right word. It was as a tool to focus attention on certain issues. And Kevin McCarthy has done a similar thing that he announced yesterday at the Republicans. 
um, trying to, uh, to 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 focus attention on a bunch of different issues, and we'll see if it works. And if we're going to talk politics with anybody, we like to talk to Lon He Chen. He's a, can- a candidate for California State Controller, but he's also got all kinds of public policy experience. David and Diane Steffi Fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution, Director of Domestic, Domestic Policy Studies at Stanford University. He's been involved in a um, uh, attached to a bunch of different presidential campaigns. Lon He, welcome back to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Great to do with you, Jack. Thank you. What do you think of this idea of the Republicans trying to focus on a few issues to make it clear to the American people this is what we'll do for you? I, I think it's a great idea. I think it's important to offer a contrast and to offer ideas as, you know, not not just saying, hey, we're not going to be them, but to say, listen, what are, what are some of the things that Republicans will do if they have the opportunity to be in the majority in the House. And it's very similar to what uh, Newt Gingrich did in 1994, the contract with America, focusing in on a few really important issues like around the economy and how Republicans are going to try and help to make things more affordable in our country after the decimation we've seen from inflation and now a coming recession. Uh, you know, talking about uh, health care and how to make health care more affordable and accessible to people. So I, I think it's great to have an agenda. I think the challenge, obviously, now is how much bandwidth and how much attention is it going to get in the closing weeks of a campaign when when really substance tends to go out the door, unfortunately, and it's all about, you know, attacks and this and one way and the other. I do think it's a good idea to offer the alternative. I wish they'd done it a little bit earlier, quite mm, frankly. Yeah, that's interesting. We were talking about that earlier. Just how, and I'm sure both parties are trying to figure this out in the modern world. People are starting to vote in certain areas of the country today. So when do you oh, yeah. when do you announce your closing message? You know, gazillions of people like myself. I'm still a show up at the polling place and vote on voting day. I just, for some reason, like doing it that way. But. You know, that's a shrinking group of people. So when do you when do you unleash your closing argument now? Yeah, it's interesting. The modern campaign has extended, uh, you know, very much. So, I mean, we already knew it was extending earlier. But when you talk about a closing message, it used to be the case that you would have a closing message in the last week of October and, and you'd run two weeks. I remember doing a bunch of different presidential campaigns over the years and we would sort of go into that closing argument, you know, right around Halloween. And it gives yourself usually a nice runway of about a week, a week and a half to really close strong. But to your point, I mean, you look at the state of California as an example. Ballots will be in the mail October 10th, and it creates essentially a rolling four-week election. In Pennsylvania, I understand someone told me that they've got ballots out already in Pennsylvania. You can already request an absentee ballot now. So it is an extended period of time, and it changes the character of campaigns, changes the nature of what campaigns and candidates need to do. And, and it's, it's almost like you've got to start building into your closing argument through the month of September and into October. And, you know, as I think about my own candidacy and what we're doing here in California, that, that's how we're approaching it. We're approaching it as a, a lengthy period of time over which you need to build your case as opposed to what it used to be, which is about, you know, 10 days to two weeks. Do you think that's better or or uh, or not? I, I I feel I understand the you know um, uh, uh, democratic small d democratic view of making sure everybody has plenty of time to vote, stretching out that sort of thing. But in terms of focusing yeah. the nation's attention on issues to have a conversation about it, debate about it, I think the longer period is not working. Yeah, l- let me tell you what it does. In my view, is it protects incumbents even more ah, because because okay. if, if if you are if you're already in office and people show up and they say oh this guy's already a congressman or this gal is already a member of the state legislature then you have a built-in amount of of name id or a built-in amount of 
recognition that a challenger does not have. So when you lengthen the period of time over which they've got to compete, in my view, what it does is it makes it easier for the incumbent to to hang on because because quite frankly, you know, the incumbent's already going to have that. And and it's just, that, that's kind of my view, because I think what happens is the incumbent has all of the resources and all the ability to communicate over that period of time. The challenger is probably still raising money, right? The challenger is still trying to figure out how do I get my, my name ID out there? And people are already voting. So it's too late by the time that they actually get around to delivering a message. So that's my sort of more cynical view mm, is that the reason the period gets extended is because incumbents can protect themselves. Sometimes cynical is just accurate. So the people that are already in charge made the rules easier to keep them in charge. Yeah, I mean, I look, I think you see it in a lot of different places, right? I think you see it in different states. You know, certainly there is an effort underway to make sure that incumbents are, you know, more, more, more closely ensconced more carefully ensconced in their positions and i don't think that's necessarily a good thing but i think that incumbents do write the rules and then they have the advantage what's actually going to be on the mind of most voters as they vote whether they're voting today or the first week in november nbc has done this thing with their polling where they break the economy into like three different topics inflation and jobs and something else so that that waters down those numbers and they can claim that abortion is the number one issue when if you put all the economic stuff together it it is far and away the number one issue so what, what in your mind is actually going to be the top of mind issues who who was it that said it's the economy stupid? Was it James Carville, the yeah. old uh, political uh, consultant for Bill Clinton? It, it is always, I think, predominantly the the economy that drives voter decision making. And you know, the economy can take lots of different forms, right? I mean, to your point, is it that I'm paying a lot more for gas and food? Is it that uh, I feel like my job is at risk? Is it that I feel that the economic conditions in our country are generally unstable and unsteady? Those are all related. Yes, they're separate specific concerns. And if you ask someone to put their finger on it, is it inflation or is it? It's very hard for folks to do that. But the reality is it is these kitchen table issues. I mean, I see it every day campaigning all over the state of California. When I talk to people predominantly, I will tell you like nine times out of ten, the first thing someone will tell me is, you know what, I'm, I'm really frustrated with how much gas they'll cost. Oh, man. I'm really frustrated. I'm really, I'm really concerned about what's happening with our economy. I keep hearing it slowing down. Mortgage rates are soaring. It's making it harder for me to afford a house. All of these things, th- these are all related issues. So I think the economy, by and, by and large, is going to be the, the major issue of this campaign. Yeah, I think you're right. It- I, I'm at that point in my life where I can, you know, afford to live, but I often think about what would I have done when I was 25? I'm not sure what I would have done. I couldn't have filled up my car and gone to the grocery store. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, and I think the other piece of it is that people look at um, the current conditions and they just don't see them getting better. You know, that's the other thing is that it's not like there's a ton of hope out there that we're going to see a dramatic end to inflation or that interest rates are going to come back down because they're not. I mean, interest rates are headed in the the other direction, right? I think we're seeing home loan rates uh, for the 30 year, at least. I heard it was up over 6%, which is remarkable and where it was just, just, you know, 24 months ago. So I I think it's, um, it, it is not just the state of the economy, but a sense that the people in charge don't know what they're doing. Mm. They're well, the, not they're not doing what it takes to improve the situation. Well, that that gets me to is there going to be a price paid for Joe Biden saying things like, you know, like he did on 60 Minutes and has in various other 
um, uh, settings where he says, oh, look, look, it was zero, zero. Nobody's feeling like inflation is zero. Yeah, I think that the challenge uh, politicians have, particularly people who are in office, is, you know, they risk looking like they are um, underselling or under uh, estimating what's happening in people's lives. And when you say, for example, I mean, this whole crock about inflation being transitory, which I, I still am not sure who came up with that one. But this idea that, you know, everything is fine. Keep calm. The economy is doing fine. The economy is not doing fine. All right. The reality is, if you look at the economic indicators, there are some serious warning signs that we're seeing slowing. If you look at a lot of different measures that economists use to evaluate whether we're headed toward recession, a lot of those things are flashing red right now. They're saying, listen, we're going to have a slowdown and and labor markets, uh, you know, are still relatively tight. But that, you know, that could change. And so I think the reality is that we are headed for challenging economic times. And politicians risk looking like they're out of touch if they don't acknowledge that. But but it, it, they're in a catch-22. Joe Biden's in a catch-22 because, on the one hand, he can't really afford to say what is the truth, which is that the economy is in trouble. Because politically, he's got to sound like a cheerleader. But if you're a cheerleader, then you sound like you're out of yep. touch. So right, right. That, that's a challenge. That's a challenge he has. Yeah, that's a good point. Is Joe Biden going to run again? I don't know. I'm the, probably the last person to ask that because I just I don't I don't know enough about the inner workings of, of that White House or the party to know. But I will say this. I think there's a lot of people chomping at the bit to, to either to run against him or hoping he doesn't run. So it opens a pathway. Um, but I, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like I, I look at him sometimes and I think, geez, this is um can, can he make you know? Can he really be an effective campaigner for another presidential campaign? I mean, these things are grueling. Yeah, and, and well, uh, and this is not going to be one you can do uh, from uh, your home on Zoom. Probably, you'd actually have to travel correct. and everything. Correct. You actually have to go out and meet people, and you know, I, I think at one point in his career, that was actually strength. Yeah, oh, yeah, Joe Biden. Absolutely, to get out there and meet people and connect with people. I, I just think it's hard now. You know, I mean, I, I, everybody reaches an age where it's it's just a little more challenging, and his problem is frankly, it's less what Republican he's going to run against is that there's a lot of ambitious Democrats yeah. who want to take him. You know, and that that's his bigger problem. Is Gavin going to run? Boy, it sure seems like it. I mean, he's positioning himself that way. And, See, and, it's hard know, to I imagine he, why you'd run ads in Florida like that as the governor of California if you weren't running for president. You know, there's this concept in politics. These politicians call it a free shot election. Where basically you've got a job, and so you go and run for something else because it's a free shot. Mm. And Gavin running for president in twenty four is a free shot because he's probably going to get you know reelected this fall. And if he gets reelected, then what does that mean? He has four years right as governor, and so two thousand twenty four falls right in the middle of that. Why not? Right? It's like why not give it a shot? So you know, I think he is in a similar position to others who would evaluate and look at it. And if they don't feel like there's a political price to be paid for running against an incumbent president or in the alternative, if the incumbent president decides not to run, they may just say, hey, why not? Give it a shot. You know? I, so I, I don't know. Sometimes it's, it's just a way of raising their profile nationally, too. I'm real close to out of time. This is going to have to be a short answer. Does Trump run again? Uh, I, you know, I it's hard for me to say if you'd asked me a couple months ago, I would have said, yeah, I think he will run. Mm. 
Now I, it, it, it's just a little bit more up in the air. But I think if you had to bet, I'd say, yeah, I think he's going to run. Interesting. So if you live in California, vote for Lon Hee Chen for uh, controller because uh, we need that. And if the L.A. Times thinks it's true, wow, it's really true. Thank you, Lon. He appreciate your time today. Thanks, Jack. Yeah, smart guy. He worked on a number of campaigns that he was involved with Marco Rubio's campaign and Mitt Romney's campaign. Uh, we haven't done clips of the week yet. we got to jam that in on a Friday and a bunch of other stuff. Stay with us. I heard about a woman in Washington who allegedly stole a car and didn't have a great getaway plan. Check this out. If you plan to steal a car, don't drive into freshly poured concrete. Lakewood police say the person who tried to make it out with this Mini Cooper did just that. They got out and tried to run, but were arrested. Anyway, police say the driver was holding a bottle of whiskey at the time. (laughs) Yeah, you you didn't need to tell us that last part. We assumed. (laughs) You're actually holding a bottle of whiskey. Oh, my God. And you're running. And you're going to go where and do what and start your new life, sir? (laughs) That's hilarious. Didn't even set down the bottle of whiskey as you're running from the cops. Wow. That is something. You know, I forgot to ask Lon Chen about one issue. I wanted to ask him. I might have to actually tweet at him or something. Should the Republicans be running on the COVID shutdowns and how we were against them and they were for them? And because I've got some new stats on how damaging it has been to school kids that are, you know, in line with what you expected and horrible. So maybe I'll get to that next segment. We got to do clips of the week coming up in just a little bit. I just saw the uh, Dow has gone below 30,000, now trading below 29,500, substantially lower since Joe Biden took office. Moving down. Uh, the stock market was, we all knew it was, you know, a bubbly, artificially high, had been going up. There needed to be a pretty good correction. But then a whole bunch of things that the Biden administration has done have been bad for the stock market also. Let's go, Brandon. The main reason I bring this up, though, is not a politics thing, regardless of whatever. Throw out what I just said. I shouldn't have said that because then you get hunkered into your positions. Just in general. Um, have you looked at any of your statements, your 401k or any of that sort of stuff? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hadn't for a long time. I just kind of accidentally was yesterday. I was like going through some mail, and then there's some stuff I have to do for some legal reasons. But anyway, one of them that I opened was a college fund. So I'd put some money in kids' college funds. And looking at where the number was like this last summer and where it is now, it was shocking. Oh, my God, he's right. How long will it take to get back to that higher number? That is rough. Thank God I don't, you know, I'm, I don't have to retire today or I don't have to put my kids into college today. But if you are in those positions, ooh, bad timing. Got a bunch of uh, not important stories for you. Pierce Brosnan doesn't care who the next James Bond is. I really like that. They asked one of the former James Bonds, who do you think should be the next James Bond? He said, I don't care. Um, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey says a presidential run may be inevitable, but we have to get into this one in more in full coming up this next half hour. A woman who brought a raccoon to a North Cara, uh, North Dakota bar has been charged with the crime. Do not bring a raccoon 
into the bar. You'll find out why soon. If you miss an hour of the show, look for Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This is a new Red Hot Chili Peppers song called Eddie, a tribute to Eddie Van Halen. Let's hear just a little bit of it. Yeah, I'll give that a whirl. I like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I just put a new stereo in my new truck. My new old truck, because I buy used vehicles. And uh, I was jamming Red Hot Chili That's a good way to test your stereo, Red Hot Chili Peppers. They do a very good production work. Uh, we had Lon Hee Chen on a little bit ago. He's uh, one of our go-to people on politics. And he said, by far the number one issue people voting in the election is going to be the economy. And to that, markets are reeling over economic fears today. The S&P 500 is down 2% just today. 
Oil prices are sliding, and a major index in Europe fell into a bear market. Global markets falling on worries about inflation. And then more anecdotally and more locally for me, just got a call a friend of mine from a friend of mine who's driving up I-5 in California who paid well over $7 for a gallon of gas. For those of you who say gas prices have fallen, which they have, but it's still, yeah. The economy's rough and scary and weird in a whole bunch of different ways. That's going to be the story of, geez, I hope not the next several years. It's going to be around for a while. The pandemic caused learning loss. Not news to anybody how much. Got one report out. We can hit you with some of those stats in a little bit. But first, we didn't get to this earlier this hour. We're tardy. It's something we call COW, which stands for Clips of the Week. Three, two, one, lift off. I can't imagine a more beautiful thing. It's cold. We have a crisis on the border. Ron DeSantis is not backing down. This is nothing more than a stunt, but it's done with intention. Cruel intention. Just from my hometown of Laredo, we're sending out 21 to 26 buses a day. But no one can seem to put the brakes on inflation. The latest rate... 8.3%. The 220-page lawsuit accuses Mr. Trump and his family of making more than 200 false and misleading asset valuations. Claiming you have money that you do not have does not amount to the art of the deal. It's the art of the steal. The Nikki Haley conversation came yeah. up. There are some of us that can be chameleons and decide not to embrace our ethnicity. You know, it's not the first time, and it won't be the last time, that the hosts of The View come after me. That's not what happened, what did happen, Shane. No, there's no way it's James. There's no way. She had a plan. Like, she she had planned this. How do you know she had a plan? She had to have a plan because she called me. I mean, I don't have a plan. And to be clear, what this is, children being used as props in the sexual fantasies of adults. Vladimir Putin's war is not going according to plan. Ukraine will, over time, I think, retake the territory that Russia has seized since 24 February. You cannot dismiss this mobilization of these Russian troops as really inconsequential. If Russia stops fighting, the war ends. If Ukraine stops fighting, Ukraine ends. So unlike Ukraine, to be clear, sir, U.S. forces, U.S. men and women, would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. Yes. Boy, the book about when Biden was younger and sharper includes quotes from Babe Ruth and Herbert Hoover. Wow. To show his appreciation of Gen Z, today he made a TikTok video of him doing the mashed potato. President left diplomats with this. Thank you for your tolerance for listening to me. Just came across this headline. Cannibal admits to eating man named Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I don't know if there was a misunderstanding there or what happened. 
I just saw that Christiane Amanpour refused to wear her headscarf while she was interviewing that scumbag leader of Iran. Now, the interview took place in New York because the United Nations meeting go, is going on, and the president of Iran actually showed up. And uh, no, I don't think she should wear the headscarf. I've always wondered why our journalists go along with those whack jobs and their their needs for that sort of thing. Also just came across this because it just happened moments ago. Roger Federer is playing his last ever tennis match. Not that I care about that. But right before the match was going to start there in England, a man, it looks like a young dude, like a 21-year-old dude, ran out onto the court and set himself on fire. The fire didn't take very well. I don't know what he put on there, flammable. Then he started trying to put the fire out on himself. It seems that he kind of chickened out of the idea quickly. Anyway, he was protesting the use of private jets in the U.K. Wow. I don't know if there are any causes that would make me set myself on fire. I suppose there could be. But uh, that ain't one of them. Troubled dude. More headlines coming out as markets crash around the world. I don't know what particular inflation number must have come out in the last hour that's made all these markets all of a sudden nosedive, but uh, it's troubling no matter how you look at it. And this is troubling also, if you're looking for troubling, and you might not be on a Friday. No surprise that there is learning loss. I think we all expected it, and now it has been documented all around. Here's the latest. This is out of San Francisco. This is being written by Mike Brownfield for the OC Register. The results are abysmal. San Francisco Public Schools published data showing terrible outcomes for its K-12 students and tragic disparities in educational outcomes among demographic groups. This is not unique to San Francisco. We're seeing this nationally. Before I get to the numbers, of course, and we were talking about this while it was happening at the time, the progressives who kept the schools closed, and don't let anybody tell you that wasn't the case, the progressives, the school unions who kept the schools closed, really damaged, particularly minority kids, who were going to have an even harder time in staying caught up. But they don't care, because they don't actually care about these things. They just cared about trying to get more money for their schools. Among all San Francisco public school students, only 47% of those exiting 8th grade were ready for high school. So less than half of the 8th graders are ready for high school. And uh, my memory being, having followed these exams over the years, is they're not super difficult. So less than half are ready to go into high school. Breaking it down by race, it's 47% of white students that are ready to go into high school from 8th grade. 71% of Asian students, I don't believe in racism, like one race is better than another, so why are 71% of Asian students ready to go into high school as opposed to only 47% of white students? Culture. They, They value education more. Parents were much more likely to make their kids stay up on their uh, studying and stuff like that than even the white parents, let alone the fifth. 15% of African-American students in eighth grade that are ready to go into high school. 15%. That's brutal. And 23% of Latino students that meet the eighth grade readiness standards. That's absolutely brutal. How do do you catch all those kids up? So overall, it's uh, less than half that are ready. I don't know. I don't know. My kids are younger than that. 
And, uh, you know, obviously the younger you are, the more time you've got for the various grades to catch you up. But that is brutal. And it wasn't necessary, as the United States was an outlier in keeping our schools closed. Europe didn't do it. Really, practically nobody in the world did it to the extent that we did it. Mostly, I think, because Trump wanted to open the schools, and so people dug in on, well, if Trump wants it, it can't be right. And we're against it because Trump uh, dist- has distorted our politics so much in so many different areas. But, man, that's, that's just sad. That's, it's just awful. Awful. I, I, trust me, I get no glee in this whatsoever. It's just brutal. I know teachers. It's brutal for the teachers. It's bl- brutal for the other students. Because how do you teach the students that are way behind without ignoring the kids that stayed caught up? And then they, it's just, it's awful all the way around. But anyway, that's enough of that for now. Um, Remember the other day, the FDA put out a warning not to cook your chicken in NyQuil. <laughs> Actual FDA warning, do not cook your chicken in NyQuil just because there's a TikTok challenge saying that you should uh, try NyQuil chicken. Well, apparently the warning is not... Well, I'll just read what the FDA said. The challenge sounds silly and unappetizing, and it is, but it could also be very unsafe. Boiling a meditation medication can make it much more concentrated and change its properties in other ways. Um, I believe this is a Darwin thing, and uh, if you're willing to boil your chicken in NyQuil and give it a whirl, uh, whatever happens, happens. You shouldn't vote. You shouldn't vote, and uh, I hope, I was about to say, I hope you don't get much of my tax money, but you know, you might actually be so stupid you deserve some of my tax money. While lighthearted in tone, the FDA's message appears to have had only amplified the general awareness of the TikTok trend, and they think that since the FDA put out their warning saying don't boil chicken in NyQuil, many more people have been doing it. So it's up the number of people who have wanted to try NyQuil chicken. Oh. I got nothing for you. I got nothing for you if that's what you're going to try. We will finish strong with a couple of things we want to jam in before the end of the show. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. 
This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Armstrong and Getty Show. One-one pitch. Perez launches this one out to left center. And the wind, oh my goodness, going to knock it down. He but thought that was gone. So did I. Malloy makes the catch. Perez, I think, still <laughs> thinks it's out. Oh, he He's does. He's going around the bases. He thinks it's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's funny. I'm watching the video. I'm watching the video. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were just talking during the break. He, he pimped it. Oh, wow. So here's what happens. It's a minor league game, but the guy... <laughs> The guy hits what he thinks is a sure home run, and he does the stand there, watch a little bit, flip the bat. You know, he's got the cool hand gestures, his signature arm waves and the stuff he does for a home run, kind of trotting around, waving his fingers, stuff like that, while everybody, while the outfielder just catches it, and everybody knows it's not a home run, and he gets around and he says all his teammates were laughing at him and say, dude, that didn't go out. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do the bat flip and, uh, you know... The whole super cool, I got my signature, I swing my hand like this and give my leg a kick or whatever on a home run. Yeah, hey, you got to make sure it actually left. Didn't just get caught. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's a good one. Do you remember several years ago, longtime listeners of the Armstrong and Getty Show might remember this story. I once defrauded an innkeeper. I didn't know that was the name of the crime I had committed at the time. I couldn't remember. I was telling my kids about this the other day, Michael, and maybe you as the show historian actually remember. I went to a movie. I didn't like the movie. So I went over to a different movie? That's correct, yes. So it wasn't because I, I was thinking, did I stay at a movie and then stay to watch another one? No, I think you didn't like it. I think you started the first film yeah. maybe like 30, 30 minutes in, and then you flipped over to the other one. Right. So I, I do th- see, I'm too honest to go to a movie and then just stay in that little area where you've already paid your ticket and go to another movie. First of all, my bladder won't allow me to do seven hours of movie viewing, and, and it wouldn't hold my interest. But that's clearly stealing. But I went to a movie, and I thought it sucked. I wish I could remember what it was. It was so free. It's the only movie I've ever walked out of in my life. It was so freaking bad. I thought, I'm not watching this. So I walked over to the, another movie that started at the same time, and I thought, no harm, no foul. Both theaters are basically empty. But anyway, a number of callers pointed out to me that that is a crime called defrauding an innkeeper. It's on the books. Look it up. Well, this crime is called unlawful possession of fur bearers. A woman who went into a North... Dakota bar carrying a raccoon. 
And yes, she has been charged with unlawful possession of fur bears. It's un, it's illegal under North Dakota Board of Animal Health laws to keep a wild raccoon. And uh, they came and uh, uh, arrested her, took the took the raccoon and euthanized it. I don't know why the raccoon had to go. I had to, I guess they had to check it for rabies. Um, do we know why she brought the raccoon into the bar? Was she, uh, she ever beard goggles on, didn't realize it was a raccoon at the time? You're a little hairy, but you're kind of cute. You're just a small, cute little hairy guy. Um, <laughs> uh, but that's the crime. You'd think if there's any place in the country that you could walk into a bar with a raccoon, it would be North Dakota. I'm from South Dakota, so I can say that. This is not some sort of, like, coastal elitism. I'm from South Dakota. Uh, but I would think in North Dakota you could walk in with a, a raccoon, and if you wanted to spend the afternoon playing darts while your raccoon sat on the table and you drank your uh, beer, you should be able to. But it is unlawful possession of fur bears. Oh, boy. Um, I want to make sure I get through all my stories before we're done. If you love the taste of tomatoes, says the dispatch today, If you love the taste of tomatoes but have always wished they looked more like plums, we have some great news. Purple tomatoes, recently approved by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, could soon be coming to a grocery store near you. So it's uh, good to know that our government has approved new purple tomatoes that taste like a tomato but look like a plum. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, More serious story that I didn't get to mention earlier... L.A. to make overdose antidote available at K-12 through schools. It's that drug you give people if they're ODing on fentanyl or something like that. And if you have that antidote handy and can get it to, to, to a human right away, they can pull through. Otherwise, they die. They're going to have it available at K-12 through schools. Um, maybe junior high and up. How often is this happening? i got to believe that you're like K-5th through fifth grade. It isn't a problem that often. But uh, I did hear a report. We are continuing on the track of losing about 100,000 people to what they call drug overdoses. As Joe often points out, it's really more drug poisonings. 100,000 a year at this point in our history. For final thoughts, Jack Armstrong. Thank you, Jack. Let's go to Michelangelo, board operator, for his final thought. Yeah, I'm afraid to go to Starbucks. I'm afraid of getting in, of ordering my drink and then being subjected to, hey, you got to pay for that person's drink. I just, I'm going to be that guy that breaks the line. I'm sorry. So you don't drink coffee? Have you ever been to a Starbucks? Yeah, once or twice. Yeah, they have they have great desserts. I mean, like if you want a milkshake sort of thing, my kids get frappuccinos and stuff like that. Um, I actually think they're more of a dessert shop for most people than a coffee shop. But yeah, we we played the clip earlier of the woman complaining about the whole pay it forward Starbucks thing. Pretty funny. Yeah, I'm not a fan myself. Here's uh, here's Alex with his final thought. You just played the clip of the minor leaguer who hit a home run that wasn't a home run. I have a similar experience. I was playing high school football, and a fumble had occurred, and I was a lineman. I picked it up. I ran all the way to the end zone uncontested. It was our end zone. Oh, really? And that's a that's a touchback or a safety. So it gave the other team two points, wow. and I was promptly benched. So you got turnaround somehow. It's it's a scrap. It's a fumble. You pick sure. it up. You just start running for end zone. 
all the way uncontested because why would you contest it? The worst part was the disapproving look on my grandfather's face. Oh, wow. How immediately did you understand what you had done? The disappointing look on my grandfather's oh, right. face. Yeah, that's rough. And uh, now with my final thought, as Joe is uh, vacationing, if you heard him on the show earlier. My son got some labs done the other day. He's got a needle phobia, and one of the ways I bribed him into going in and getting a blood draw was I told him we could go to the yogurt place in my town and get any toppings. So we're going today, him and his brother. I never let them get toppings other than fresh fruit. So they're really going to do a lot of gummy sharks and Reese's Pieces and that sort of stuff. They're allowed to get as many toppings as they want. We'll see how that goes and if vomiting ensues. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. If you need anything, go to the website, armstrongandgetty.com. Otherwise, see you Monday. God bless America. Armstrong and Getty. This is a beautiful moment. This is the sort of original sin. This is a joke. It's cold. I don't get it. Exactly. Uh... Okay. Enough talk. Do you understand? I cannot understand the word you're saying. It's the combination, I think, of idiocy and cynicism. And so it feels like uh, it's hard to be celebratory for some people. Thank you for your tolerance for listening to me. Have a great Friday, you mother uh, Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.